0: eternity. The only point where eternity meets time is in the present. The present is the only time there is. From Marianne Williamson. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to fueling a home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. Uh, this is the almanac for July 1st to 8th, 2005. It's the, uh, the new buck moon. Um, here are some calendar events, just a, a few that might be of interest to you. Uh, July 1st is Canada Day. July 2nd is the anniversary of the disappearance of Amelia Earhart and Frank Noonan during their flight over the Pacific Ocean, 1937. July 3rd is the beginning of the Dog Days of Summer. And, of course, July 4th is Independence Day. Well, here's some natural events from this last quarter, Moon. Monday and Tuesday, we were at our Awanajo Almanac Copps Cook Bay Field Station for the yearly mowing. After 25 years of hand mowing, the two or more acres of clearings with a scythe and a grass whip, we tried a new tool this year, a gas-powered mower, and after Four days of dragging and pushing around this mighty little bush hog, we were sweat-soaked and exhausted, but grudgingly convinced of the superiority of the power more for the job. It sure shaved down those old rotten stumps, I'll tell you. And then sometime Monday, we spied a solitary dark shape about halfway up a 60-foot fir tree across the brook to the south. The binoculars revealed a porcupine hunched motionless on a limb. It was still there, unmoved, at dusk. And then that night, in the damp, foggy dark long before dawn, we were awakened from our sound sleep by a wild, wailing song high in the near woods. The call was tremulous and reedy, like the sound you get by blowing on a blade of grass between your thumbs, but more oral and more animal, like weeping, enough to make your hair stand up. The cry rose sharp and shrill and then fell to barely a whimper and then rose again, most mournfully, going on for the better part of an hour as we slipped back into an uneasy sleep. No bird or beast we've ever heard except the mournful porcupine could utter this kind of song of boundless self-pity, wrenching the heart with its guttural grief. And what timeless sadness does this species carry to render such a wild wailing in the night? Uh, Here's a rank opinion on another matter entirely. After 60 years as a practicing Christian, though admittedly needing a lot more practice, your commentator is getting pretty peeved at certain hyper-Christians who claim to speak for all Christians. A look at the history of Christianity, or any other religion for that matter, will show that dissent is a trademark of the faithful. Like mushrooms after a rain, new cults, sects, factions, and denominations spring daily from the fertile font of faith, and they always have. The only place you will find complete accord is in the cemetery. So in real life, the heart of the matter is how we work out our disagreements together on the ground and that is why all of our spiritual teachers have given us a great tool the golden rule that's why america's founders set up a process of checks and balances in maine today a faction of of uh, hyper christians is calling for a referendum to reverse recent legislation protecting homosexuals from discrimination in the state of maine meanwhile this past week Following the examples of Belgium and the Netherlands, the Spanish Parliament legalized same-sex marriage, and Canada is coming along right behind. Are these countries to be considered less Christian than we are? Are we, in the name of hyper-Christianity, to fall behind other countries in protecting the rights of our citizens? We pray not. Furthermore, as said here before, any careful reader of the Bible will find that neither the revered Ten Commandments of Moses nor Jesus Christ himself, ever condemned homosexuality. Both, however, strongly condemned adultery. Wild speculation. So let's have a people's referendum refusing adulterers equal rights and watch the hyper-Christians and a host of others fall suddenly and sweetly silent. Here's a Field and Forest report. The newly controversial Lupin, our Going to seed while in the overflowing fullness of summer, yellow rattle, meadow, rue, valerian or heliotrope as it's called, and black-eyed susan are bursting into bloom. Crickets creaking and the immature band-winged grasshoppers clicking as they fly up and away from your feet. Oh, the fullness of summer. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First from... Pima Shodran. now is the only time. How we relate to it creates the future. If we're going to be more cheerful in the future, it's because of our exertion to be cheerful in the present. And from Thornton Wilder, my advice to you is not to inquire why or whither, but just enjoy your ice cream while it's on your plate. that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from us. Go out and see for yourself.